Hi, this is Dr. Duncan McCollum, and welcome to McCollum Wellness Radio. Now more than ever, our country needs to learn how to take care of our own health, and it's my mission to empower you on that journey. Please join me each week as I cover these topics and interview experts throughout the field to bring you the answers you need to reach your maximum health potential. Thank you and enjoy the show. This is Dr. Duncan McCollum coming to you live from KSCO Radio and uh, very happy to be here and uh, appreciate MZ keeping us going and uh, take him up on his offer to find out how you can get up here and get your voice on the air. You never know what you could do to help somebody. You know, it's uh, you never know how how far a small gesture can go to help people in their life. And today I, I really decided that I would go ahead and confront one of the uh, issues that I see extant in um, f- in the last 35 years of being in practice with my patients. And um, it has to do with my the new book that I have coming out, the seventh book that will be published. I've alluded it to it. It's in the New Hope series. I have New Hope for Sciatica, followed by Turn Back Your Biological Clock. The next book I have coming out, it's still in the writing, but uh, it's very, very interesting for me, is uh, called New Hope for Sex After 60. So um, hang on, put on your seatbelt, we're in for a ride. Uh, It has to do with life, you know, and where you are at this point in your life today. So um, a lot of things have transpired over the last five years with uh, stresses in life and all of these threats that... Um, to our survival in many different ways, and recently the fire and now the flooding in, in Santa Cruz where we live. And over the la- since January this year, I've had three patients have serious life-threatening conditions, being in the hospital. Um, I've had friends of patients pass away, personal friends pass away. And you know, it's it's kind of one of those things like you just don't know how much more time you have on the planet. Life is short. Um, there's a lot of things that we can be upset about or disgruntled about, but it actually, you know, tomorrow may not, it may not even be important tomorrow. You have something that occurs in your life, like, uh, you know, a life-threatening disease or condition, uh, a friend or family member, your house being washed away, uh, flooding, these kind of things, it really humbles us to understand that, you know, the sometimes the small things in life are huge. In uh, Tina Turner's song that she just played, you know, what's love got to do with it? What is love but a secondhand emotion? What's love got to do with it? Well, you know, who wants love when your heart can be broken? But, you know, some of the greatest things that have happened in this planet have come out of there. You know, I, in my book, I talk about Helen of Troy and the face that launched a thousand ships and, 
you know, a lot of the different things that have, have brought us to a point to where we are today. So when I turned 60 years old, almost seven years ago now, it was a pivotal time in my life. I uh, found myself in single again after several years and um, wondering what, what can a 63-year-old guy do in a world of cyber dating and, um, you know, it was right during COVID as well. And it was concerning. And, uh, you know, but then a few things happened that uh, you can read about in the book later. But what I realize is, you know, happiness comes through a healthy body. Uh, you can't have a good relationship if you're not healthy. You can't have uh, success in business for too long if you're not healthy. So I started to look into the three different stressors in our life that can affect our health. And of course, it's mental, physical, our mental, spiritual, mental, emotion, and spirit, um, physical, and that can be from your nervous system to being hit by a car, you know, breaking a leg, other kind of uh, things that can cause your, you to not be able to move around on the planet. Chemical, uh, the chemicals, we now know that there's 114 thousand chemicals dumped into our environment since man started creating these things. Um, we also know that we spent $574 billion on medications in the United States in 2021 and $4.3 trillion on healthcare in since 19, I mean, since just last year, or 2021, that is. So, Health has a lot to do with it. It has a lot to do with your ability to be, uh, to give. Um, and that's what a relationship is about. It's about giving. I forgot to bring in a, a, my favorite book. It's at the office. I, I have it memorized though. And it's, uh, the book title is The True Source of Success. And uh, it's a pretty large book, about 12 by 8. Um, but it talks about success. And if you want to succeed, you, you just open it up. And the book consists of one word, and that word is serve. So by serving others, you become happier and more successful. So, uh, but anyway, getting back into my story about, you know, health and, and sex after 60, it just means life after 60, really. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go into my book a little bit here. I'm going to share the screen and read a couple parts of it. It will be out hopefully by the mid part of this year. Um, so I'm just gonna start with uh, a couple tributes I have. One is called Imagine. John Lennon's release of Imagine in 1971 produced a dreamlike surrealic fantasy of a perfect world in the eyes of the beholder. It was a time of war with much unrest and protest erupting in the youths of the day, which was my generation. In 1965, the Birds released their version of Pete Seeger's song, Turn, 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 which promised to everything there is a season. But did you know that those lyrics date back 2,000 years and can be found in the Bible, in the book of Ecclesiastes? And what of Joni Mitchell's song, Both Sides Now, where she tells us that I've looked at clouds from both sides now, from up and down, and still somehow, it's cloud, clouds illusions I recall. I really don't know why at all. 
And finally, Cat Stevens in his song, Miles From Nowhere, he illuminated the idea that, Lord, my body's been a good friend, but I won't need it when I reach the end. So many songs of the days gone by have created in us a love and a lust for fantasy and dreams of great lovers, amazing wealth, and even exotic, if not erotic, adventure. Yet today, many of us find ourselves imprisoned or trapped in withering bodies whose get-up-and-go seems to have got up and went. Where our get-up-and-go has seemed to have got up and went. But worry not, there is hope. Please find in the pages of this book the many tools needed to unlock the doors of restoring your health and even the keys to turning back your biological clock, which is a book of mine. Consider day to be your new beginning. Get ready to enjoy the rest of your amazing journey called life and the love and happiness that is there for you to experience. So I think that when we take a look at the fact that 50% of all marriages end in divorce in this country, um, you know, that's pretty amazing. We're rated 47th in the world for health. 60% of us are diabetic or pre-diabetic. 80% of all bankruptcies have to do with a medical problem, and 50% of those people have medical insurance, yet it doesn't cover the infirmities that come about by by an unhealthy body or environment. And again, 50% of the marriages in this country end in divorce. So what happens along the way? And I'm going to talk about that a little bit, but just realize that, you know, tomorrow may not, you may not be here tomorrow. Um, one of my uh, friends was talking to me about um, when her mother was alive. And uh, <clears throat> so many times her mother would ask her to do things with her, but she was a little impatient and didn't spend the time or was impatient in helping her mother achieve the things she wanted to achieve. And she's so sorry for it to happen now. Another uh, person was talking about when you go to somebody's uh, eulogy or their service and you listen to their eulogy, and so many of the times people get up and talk about all the great things about the person who's passed. And the question is, have you told them that while they're alive? So, you know, don't waste a minute not telling people how much you appreciate them or love them because you, you may not have the chance. And the worst thing in the world is for you to be doing it at their eulogy, if at not at all. So um, I'm going to just kind of read a couple uh, bits of this book that I have here, and then, you know, I'll, I'll break into some thoughts along it. But chapter one is called All in Love is Fair, uh, title of a song by Stevie Wonder. It says, I can't help wondering if Stevie Wonder was warning of us or promising us that all in love is fair, or why Eric Clapton asked, what's, what's love, why is love got to be so sad? Then came the lament and plea from John Lennon and Paul McCartney in The Long and Winding Road to not leave me standing at your door, but leading me to your door. On whichever road you've traveled, it has led you to where you are today. So many of us have loved and lost while wandering down the highways and byways of life. Some have never really found true love or happiness. Others have glimpsed it for a fleeting moment, only to have it stripped away by infirmary or disease, from infidelity, from war, or simply miscommunication. Yet some lucky ones of us are married 
to their childhood sweetheart and are still happy today. And uh, Mike, if you're still on, my salute's out to you. Regardless of the path you've followed, now may be the right time to take stock of your situation, whether it's regarding your physical health, mental health, your wealth, or your relationships, to name a few. If you are going to be interested in reading my book, you may be a male over 60 years old, feeling the weight of what time and gravity can do to your body, as as well as what ill health, medications, street drugs, alcohol, and chronic disease can impose on your body. Or perhaps you're a female who has been wanting to build a better love life with your spouse, perhaps looking for clues on how to find and develop or improve a meaningful, loving relationship, or possibly seeking to restore your body's youthful exuberance, which would allow you to feel ready to partake in such exercises and activities. To be frank, who's to say how long someone should stay sexually active or whether it's healthy or not? Why do some couples enjoy a long, happy sexual activity, active life together, while others couples just grow old having left that part of their relationship dormant or non-existence? Let's not forget about those folks who have, haven't quite figured out how relationships work and to date have spent what they fear to be the best parts of their lives looking for love in all the wrong places. So I want to speak to that for a minute. You know, love or, or sex is one of those things that, you know, it, you, you don't talk about it too much. Um, but there's so many people out there that are wanting for a relationship. I remember um, about a year into COVID, one of my patients that I hadn't seen since COVID started came in. Um, she was a woman in her uh, early 50s. She um, had not come in because of COVID, stayed you know, isolated, but woke up in so much pain one day she had to come in. And when I walked into the room, and started to do what we call a palpation of her spine, looking for the uh, subluxation or pinched nerves, um, she started crying and bawling. And she it was unrelenting. And then she looked at me and says, nobody has touched me or wanted to be near me in a year. It's been terrible. I've been isolated in my cubicle. I go home. Nobody's at home. And it really broke my heart because, you know, we are a community, a community-oriented people. We're not loners, and uh, we need to have that friendship and relationship. And so, you know, a lot of people just settle in. And in over 35 years, I've been in practice. I've had a myriad of patients, both men and women of all ages and sexual preference, speak privately and candid to me about their bodies about hormonal issues, as well as specifically sexual dysfunction. These conversations have ranged from infertility, infidelity, sexual abuse, fear or anxiety about performance, sexual orientation, acceptance or concern about physical appearance, weight issues, hormonal dysfunction, and a prethala of other topics. So if we're going to if we're going to solve the riddle of life at all, then we need to be willing to observe the obvious, such as what's making our bodies sick and our minds fade as we age, maybe not so gracefully. So what we're going to do 
is we're going to take a short break. I'm going to come back in a couple minutes. But before we break, I want to let you know I fell asleep um, the other night with my head crooked because I was reading in bed, which I advised not to do. And I woke up with the worst pain in my neck. Lasted two days. Today, I went to my office and I um, had my girlfriend do TRT on me. She did it for a few minutes and all of a sudden my pain's gone. So the TRT or tissue regenerative therapy machine works miracles even to an aged chiropractor. So I'll be back in just a second. We'll be right back. Only logical. You must try to Hi, this is Dr. Duncan McCollum, and I have this amazing patient, Gaylene, here, who walked into our office, well, barely walked into our office, and she'd had uh, a lot of attempts and tried to fix her health, and she's had some tremendous changes here. So um, I was wondering if you would like to just tell our audience about that. Well, like Dr. McCollum said, I came into the office in December hardly able to walk and bent over. And within three visits... I was standing up straight, walking. I, I couldn't believe it. That's never happened to me before. It's very been a, been a very um, rough <laughs> road, but we're getting there, and I'm very grateful. Yeah, and you had two back surgeries as well, right? Yes, I did. Yep, in uh, 1995. Yeah. And so they didn't really solve your problem? No, they didn't. And you came in, we did some stem cell treatments on you and some chiropractic on you, right? Correct. Yeah. So you're happy. I'm happy. Everyone here is just awesome. They're all here to help you. They're all so sweet. And uh, I'm glad I came here. Thank you so much, Gaylene, and um, I just really appreciate you being here as well. You're oh. such a pleasure when you come in. Thank you. So um, you should listen to Gaylene, see if we can help your health. That's right. Anyone that needs help, please okay. come in. Thank you. Dr. Duncan McCollum, I'm back, and what's love got to do with it? It's just a secondhand emotion. Well, I think it's got everything to do with what keeps the the world going round. Um, So we're talking about relationships today. We're talking about aging bodies. My book, uh, New Hope for Sex After 60, is not yet published, but it will be out hopefully this year, and I've been working on it. It's been a really fun book to write, Um, and, you know, really what it comes down to is, and I talked about it a little earlier, is knowing how to communicate and knowing um, how to have your body communicate and how your partner's body communicates and being healthy enough to be able to enjoy those things in life. So I'm going to go into this a little more, but before I do get started on that, I want to just let you know that I do have my show now playing Mondays at two o'clock as well. So if you want to hear this again, um, Monday at 2 o'clock will be um, a repeat of the show or potentially another show. But uh, my goal is to try to get uh, help as many people as I can. So I want to make myself a little more available out there. 
So I want to talk about um, It's Just My Imagination Running Away From Me, which is sung by The, Temptation, uh, the Temptations and ly lyrics by Barrett Strong. But, um, you know, imagination is so amazing. You know, what makes one person attracted to one another person where a third person wouldn't have attraction to either one. What is it in us that creates this desire, this love, this lust to, to um, want to move forward and uh, create, whether it's in the arts, you know, whether it's music, whether it's uh, some kind of uh, theater, or you want to be an inventor. You know, something has to create that imagine we have to imagine it before it can occur so you have to put it down and think about it or write about it or draw it before that invention can come into play i don't know if any of you have ever looked at leonardo da vinci's huge book it's uh, my mother as an artist has it now my sister who's also an artist has it but um you know the things about 18 inches long by 14 wide and about four inches thick and it shows all of his drawings you know all of his inventions inventions of war of <laughs> all these great things and things not so great but they were all first created in the mind then put down on paper and from there things come into fruition so this year i've been talking a lot about writing down what it is you want to see write down you know, um, who you're looking for, um, what your business should look like, what your income should look like, what your family's relationship should look like. Because if you don't write it down, it, it, chances of it happening are nil. It's not just going to burp into existence. So remember what you think about, you talk about, what you talk about, you bring about. And a very good friend of mine, Mr. Awesome, uh, who's always awesome and awesomer, came in to see me the other day and I've been taking care of him for several years and he reminded me of something that I heard <laughs> you're still a young man I love it Donald good friend of mine from high school you're right that's uh the um Tim Tate no 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 that's Tower of Power in fact Tom Pulitzer is uh lead saxophone player Tower of Power now friend of mine he actually plays on one of my songs it plays a sax solo. Pretty cool. Um, anyway, so talking about creating. It's so much fun to create. So just my imagination running away with me. So what is it that starts your mind working? What is it that starts this creative lust for as a child, whatever it may be, and then as you develop into an um, adolescent and a teenager and adult, that creation so often can show up in desires for some to be intimate with somebody, you know, who, that partner that you dream of, that person or thing that you dream of. So I have a memory I'm going to read that goes back to when I was about four or five. And uh, I'm just going to read through this because as I think about this, I start to wonder what is it that can create in an individual greatness um, or lack thereof? What is it that you need to be able to bring about in order to move forward in areas of your life? Some people are really successful in one area, maybe business, but they terrible in relationships. Other people are great in relationships, but not so good in business. So 
there's uh well i'm just going to start going with this and then we'll probably be at another break quickly thank you for uh putting up with me today one of my earliest memories is of playing in a small patch of dirt under a huge sycamore tree in our front yard on garber street in berkeley i had a little matchbox toy truck my older brother aj had given me and i could spend hours driving it amongst the large roots which extended outwards from the tree's massive trunk. Life was so perfect then. I must have been three or four and a half years old. I can still recall the daydreamy-like feeling I had, the warm autumn air filled with the aromas of the drying sycamore leaves, the smells of the Berkeley Hills and the salty air of San Francisco Bay, and the scent of fresh-cut lawns wafting their way into my olfactory glands, the oldest, most primordial reptilian perceptions our bodies possess. Everything seemed so perfect then. I was just old enough to conceive of life as a sentient being and was seeming to to tap into some recall of a tremendous love. I mean, I remember this vast, vastness of life, some yearning to be. It was as though I was living in a parallel universe, three years old in one while living eternally in the next. There was a feeling of some connection into a realm I knew not what of. My whole world was there in that small dirt, plot. Yet I felt as though I was trapped or tapping into the limitlessness, the wolf and warp of the universe, and that I was playing an integral part of the creation and destruction of every aspect of it. It seemed that thousands of motion pictures were all flowing through my head at once, and that I was the main character, perceiving all motion, visions, sense, and emotions simultaneously. It was the thrill of victory and the agony of defeat. My mind, body, and emotions were dragged through the muck and mire of livingness to the elations and triumph of conquest beyond imagination. I would have loved to remain in that bubble eternally. It seemed my whole body was floating with serotonin, dopamine, and oxytocin, a perfect hormonal combination culminating in a state of pure bliss. Is that perhaps what we're seeking in love? I know that that's what I sought when I was a drug addict. I know that those were the feelings I wanted. I wanted to feel those internal feelings of the serotonin, dopamine, and oxytocin. Always looking inward, looking inward, looking inward. Nothing was more important to me than what those drugs did to me. Finally, one day I realized there was a big wide world out there and I wanted to be part of it. So this whole um, illusion came to a culmination all of a sudden when my well-intended mother came out and called me to lunch. As I was startled out of my reverie, those hormones seemed to be washed out of my bloodstream in a nanosecond, leaving me with a feeling of withdrawal, emptiness, and defeat. As I disconnected from my daydream, I felt a surge of sadness and despair, like I'd lost all I'd ever known and loved. It was though I was reliving the culmination of the emotions and tragedy tragedy, agony, and losses experienced over eons and a multitude of lives. That little patch of dirt, again, was just that. It was as though all my memories, dreams, and imaginations had been violently stripped from my consciousness, leaving in its wake a hollowness, a vacuum of emotion. That was over 60 years ago, yet the emotional impact of that moment has remained always somewhere in my subconscious. That's still there. I remember it. I feel it. And often I think that in the times that I've fallen in and out of love or, or wanted love or 
somebody that I wanted didn't want me or whatever, lost love. That same thing that I was searching for was always there. It was that, that quest, that un- untouchable moment of pure bliss. So were these the sensations and emotions evoked in the hearts and minds of men of Sparta in their quest to save the beautiful Helena, enticing the Trojan War? After all, she was said to have been the most beautiful woman in the world, daughter of Zeus and Leda, the face that launched the thousand ships. And what of Aphrodite and her beauty, the queen or the goddess of love, beauty, and sexuality? What does that have to do in the heart-wrenching stories of our lives? So... Again, I believe that right now is the best time for you to write down what you want to see happen in your life. If you're in a relationship that you'd like to see improve, if you um, are in a relationship that you don't think's the right one, um, you know, you can always work on it. You, you can work on things, but you also realize that life is fleeting. Tomorrow, the persons that you care about or love or even you might be gone the way things are going in this world. Again, living in Santa Cruz, we have lost so much in the last few years, not only from the uh, throes of the um, pandemic, but also with the fires. I know how many of my patients lost homes in the fires and now in the floods. And uh, it's it's time to, in my mind, um, go back and, and decide what it is that we want to do with our lives. So, you know, I'm going to go through a little bit of a history because we are a culmination of everything that we've, every decision we've made, every decision that's been made for us, every circumstance we've put ourselves in and the circumstances that have, we've been put in. That's where we are today. So, um, you know, when you look at the path less traveled, regardless of which path you follow to get where you are today, If you long for a better, more fulfilling future, then you may want to take assessment of three areas of your life, all of which will be discussed later. And that's when I go into, um, you know, the stressors of life. Um, So anyway, I'm going to read another little portion here of of the way the world are kind of the history of love life in our country, if I can find it here. Tell you what, let's take a short break and I'll come back with that piece of data for you in just a couple minutes. And this is Dr. Duncan McCollum. I'll be back with you shortly. When you're close to me, if I tend to look dazed, I read it someplace. I've got cause to be. There's a name for it. Hey, this is Dr. Duncan McCollum, and I have this amazing patient, Lauren, here, and she had a few things to say. Hi, I'm Lauren Spencer, a local realtor, and I've been seeing Duncan for years now. I had a biking accident, and he's been adjusting me since then, and it's been amazing. But lately, I've had trouble with my feet, and I'm an avid walker, avid biker, avid uh, golfer, and uh, my feet were aching all the time. And I tried Duncan's TRT machine, which is an amazing stem cell machine that rejuvenates uh, the cells and my feet, I've had like three or four, um, 
sessions with the machine and my feet are like new, no aches, no pains. It's a miracle. So I really highly recommend Duncan and his chiropractic services, but also that TRT machine. You got to try it. Thanks. Wow. Thanks, Lauren. That was awesome. So we still have the $49 special. Come on in and see if it works for you. Thank you. Wow, the great Tina Turner. What's love got to do with it? A secondhand emotion and makes the world go round. So um, anyway, so uh, this is Dr. Duncan McCollum, McCollum Wellness Radio, and I'm so happy to be here today. By the way, you can catch this show Monday at 2 o'clock now, KSCO. I am now Saturday from 1 to 2 and Monday from 2 to 3. So I'd love to have you um, jump in and uh, let other people know about it. The stem cell machine, the TRT machine, is remarkable. Uh, We had a woman this week come in who had um, surgeries on her spine, metal in her low back, metal in her neck. They they, uh, surgically implanted a stimulator in her back, in her mid-back, her thoracic spine, so that it could constantly um, distract the nerves in her low back. The only problem was that that machine that they put in caused more problems. They tried to fix it again, finally took it out. She came in to see us, and it's amazing. I tell my staff, you it's unbelievable some of the people that we're getting in that have been in pain for so, so long with no hope. And uh, she, we did a stem cell treatment on her, and uh, she walked up to the front, basically tears in her eyes, and just said, I can't believe it. I, I have not been out of pain in 20 years. And so it's worth a try. Um, it's amazing. It's just sound that comes out at 3,358 miles an hour. It goes through healthy tissue without touching it. It hits the unhealthy tissue and provokes a response to tell your brain to go fix the area. It brings in your own stem cells, creates new blood vessel growth, and pushes out the toxic chemicals that cause pain. So it's worth a try. could change your life. It changed mine. Even today, I had one done because my neck was sore. Really sore. Okay. So here we go, back with my um, show. I'm going to be talking about um, new hope for sex after 60, but it's new hope for a happy relationship. And you have to physically be in good shape. Do you know that every one of the nerves in your body has to do with, the, with sexual function? You have 12 cranial nerves. Every single one of them are involved in it. The first one is smell. Smell has a lot to do with it. Eyesight, movement of the eyes. Those are the four, first four cranial nerves. Then you got movement of the mouth and tongue, smiling. You know, um, you get down into the organs for the 11th cranial nerve, the vagus nerve that creates, turns on and turns off those organs. And then the, the 11th cranial nerves, hands and muscles of the hands and neck. It goes on and on and on. Mid-back has to do with your you know, sympathetic nervous system. The lumbar spine has to do with all the nerves that go to all the erogenous zones. And if your nervous system isn't healthy, you may or may not feel pain in your spine. But if one of those nerves, one of the 31 pairs of spinal nerves or one of the 12 cranial nerves has any dysfunction, it's going to affect your life and your health and every 
part of that function for you. Chemical, the chemistry of your body is so important. There's 114,000 toxic chemicals dumped into our environment. 250 tons of poison chemicals dumped on the planet every year. Our, our endocrine system, our hormones get overridden by these toxins to a point where our hormones don't work. The cells are toxic. Bad genes get turned on. So we've got physical, chemical, then emo emotional. You know, you've got to clean up your emotional thoughts about life and love. So we are exactly today based on the things that have come before us and gone before us. And, and so what I'm going to do is go over historical influences on sex and its subliminal consequences through our ages. So we're going to start growing up as a baby boomer in the United States has built in it its own impressions about sex and sexuality. Even though many of us did grow up during the sexual revolution of the 60s and 70s, unlike many European countries, the United States seems to have vilified sex to the degree that it can be interpreted as a dirty word or concept, something to be hidden, not talked about or expressed. Echoes of the chastising Victorian age, which were from 1837 to 1901, coupled with Sigmund Freud's widely populist premise that sex was the apparent root of all evil, the thought of even speaking about sex has been shunned in public and considered dirty or inappropriate. So you have a subject that has been taught for several generations to be hidden, not talked about, inappropriate, and um, that's come down through the genetic mental DNA and teaching from generation to generation. Then the, the depravation, deprivation of the depression has taught us that generation to work hard, frugally save money, and to cherish family and community, and to be loyal to the institutions, traditional religious faiths, and other common bonds, which that generation considered to be the cultural foundation of our country. Yet through it all, pinup girls' calendars were nailed to the walls of mechanic shop bathrooms while Playboy centerfolds were either tacked to the walls of teenage boys' bedrooms or shoved in hidden spots of their bedrooms to be viewed in the, uh, and dreamt about in private. Eventually, conservative appearances of role models such as Mrs. Cleaver and Donna Reed were being replaced by images of Brigitte Bardot, the French actress who starred in the 1956 blockbuster and God Made Woman. In 1966, a supermodel Twiggy was named the face of 66 by the London media, and soon Twiggy mania was a fashion of the swinging London scene, shagadelic, baby. The media seemed to promote the thought that beauty was only skin deep, while the ad agencies were capitalizing on the realization that sex sells. The 1960s endeavored the sexual revolution where all hell broke loose. Gone was the conservative concepts that the women belonged in the kitchen and the only worthy wife was one to be a virgin. Women were wanting independence and were seeking equality with men. This included freedom of choice. The pill became widely available and removing the fears and stigma of unintended pregnancy and was purported to allow for promiscuity and feared to be the breach of a moral codes of the greatest generation. 
And then came Woodstock, three days of sex, drug, and rock and roll. And with that, pandemic spread like the mind-altering drugs like LSD, uppers, downers, marijuana, and alcohol, which added to the free sex theme by taking away inhibitions, cautions, or maybe common sense. Our country was at war, not only in Vietnam, but right here on our own soil. Soil. Bloody Thursday took place on May 9th, 1969 at Berkeley's People Park, where protesters or hippies were tear cast, beaten, and even shot with buckshot by the local and National Guard. Kent State bloodbath followed a year later on May 4th, 1970, where National Guards killed four more kids. The draft was in full swing, and our brothers were either going to college, going to war, or escaping over the Canadian border. Many families suffered. It's not our war, kids were crying, as our sons and brothers were dying abroad in a land so foreign and odd that even those who made it home struggled to survive today. Many survivors of these times still suffer today, 50 years later. The post-World War II years of economic growth and the all-American age of innocence was being replaced with the root awakening of the me generation. Tom Wolfe, author of The Electric Kool-Aid Acid Test, a highly experimental account of Ken Kesey and the Merry Prankster, described the me generation as a self-involvement of the baby boomers. And yes, I did partake in part of that electric Kool-Aid acid test in high school and beyond. Christopher Larch, historian, novelist, social critic, and author of such books as The New Racism, a Radicalism in America, 1965, The Culture of Narcissism, 1979, described the 1960s and 70s generation as the rise of a culture of narcissism amongst boomers. It was a time of self-realization and self-empowerment, where culture aspirations for young people supposedly ascribed to higher self-importance than the social responsibility. A summary of the culture of narcissism posed that since World War II, post-war America has produced a personality type consistent with clinical definition of pathological narcissism, consistent with a clinical diagnosis of narcissistic personality disorder. But at least back then, the use of the day had a cause, a purpose. It's not my war was an amazing the amazing music that came out of the 60s and 70s still speaks the truth. What if the last few decades which followed? Many of the kids I know grew up wanting something to rebel about, but had no real monolithic target such as war to rally around. Then came the advancement of computer games with questionable content. The communication skills of the youth has dwindled. Finally, and especially with post-2022 pandemic, introducing social distancing has driven a golden spike into the coffins of the confusions regarding communication, togetherness, community, trust, and relationships of love and survival in general. Today, most dating is done online, gobs of sight showing the best parts of everybody. Social media profiles filled with people's desires or illusions of magnificence, opulence, and splendor. It is sad to see how young people flaunt their bodies online with promises and provocative gyrations, which can further, which can further the decadence of today's sexual climate. Sex trafficking, which is seldom discussed, 
and hard to confront, lurks around every corner as charlatans hover to ransack the hearts of would-be suitors, desperate to, and gullible enough to fall prey to their own desires. With all that said, it's time to take a look at where you really are today and take steps necessary to improve your situation. So anyway, this is uh, kind of the beginning chapters of my book on uh, New Hope for Sex After 60. It's really um, a book that I believe can help everybody become more um, aware of where they are in their relationship with uh, themselves, with their family, with their partners or lack thereof, um, with their world and where they want to see themselves in the next few years. So remember, every time you point a finger, three fingers are pointing back at you. So the first thing that you, I recommend you do is decide to take responsibility for exactly where you are today right now. Uh, yesterday's gone. Tomorrow's around the corner. All you have is today. A lot of the baggage that you, br- that you bring with you and blame, you know, your youth or people of the past, it's done. Just, I know you can't do this just by me saying it. You have to um, come to it in your own way. But you, um, don't worry about yesterday. Make your days and live for tomorrow. Live for today and make your tomorrows, actually. You know, it's like, I see so many people right now that are barely getting by with their life and their health. They come in crippled at all ages. Um, either from car accidents, drugs, work, um, bad diets, pesticides. It's, you know, and most of them are just waiting to eat their next meal and watch TV and go to bed so they can get up and do it again. But it does not have to be that way. Now, there is no magic pill, but uh, you can get my a couple of my books that might help, and I know there's a lot of others out there, but uh, Turn Back Your Biological Clock is available on on Amazon, that's a great way to start to learn how to start to turn back your biological clock. And you start to eliminate the toxins in your environment, in your body. Every day you're exposed to these, they're making you older. Your cells regenerate all the time. The stem cell machine or the TRT machine that we uh, have at our office in which I promote on the show actually pulls your own stem cells that are lying dormant in your long bones of your body and draws them to the site of application of the TRT machine. And it by pulling in your own stem cells, it will regenerate that part of your body. So, you know, stomach cells last five days, muscle cells last 90 days, heart cells last 120 days. Your body is constantly being regenerated. And if you have a bad, weak cell replicating, what are you going to get? Another bad, weaker cell and probably weaker than it is the one that begot it. We know that heavy metals come down four generations through mom's umbilical blood. They get put into the babies um, through the, um, the fetus. 278 chemicals have been found by the environmental work group. What's this have to do with it? What's it have to do with love? Well, number one, you have to look in the mirror and decide, take a look at yourself. It's funny to me in a sad sort of way, and I probably do this myself, to sit there and look at some physical being who's very attractive and go, that's what I want. I want somebody that looks like that. 
you know? How shallow is that? Well, go look in the mirror. <laughs> go. Would they like somebody that looks like you? I'm not saying you have to be a supermodel or, you know, M- Mike Marvel or Olympus, right? You just need to be, you have to feel good about yourself. This comes by basically drawing a line in the sand. I highly recommend you write up where you are today. And if it's in a relationship, where it's at, how it looks. In my book, I have a complete workshop on how to do this. You're going to um, write down a fair assessment of your existing situation regarding sex, relationships, love, work, what have you. You're going to work, write this down as a clear picture. And maybe you ask somebody, hey, how desirable am I or not? And then, you know, some people are going to say they've been single for years and would love to meet somebody. Others are going to say my relationship sucks. Others are going to say my relationship is awesome, but I want to make it awesomer. Misspelled on purpose. I've made mistakes in love and fidelity, but I want a fresh start. I've been single for years, been cheated on, cheated on someone. My spouse left me, died, etc. I've been lucky. I've loved my spouse and would like to improve my relationship. I feel terrible, look terrible, and have health issues which stop me from creating a relationship. I have never found the right person. So these are some of the things that you can work through. And when my book is out, you'll be able to, hopefully it will help you. That's the whole reason I write it, other than it's really fun to write. But um, uh, I'm really looking forward to this. I get up at 2 to 3 in the morning and write for two hours before work most days so that I can get this thing done. And um, I have uh, four, four historical fiction books, if you like those. Um, they're all come down from my family's stories of five generations of Californians. Uh, I have New Hope for Sciatica was the new, first New Hope book. It really uh, is, gives you the facts on what you can do to get over physical afflictions yourself without taking drugs. Of course, if you have a need for drugs, talk to your physician before you do anything. Then, of course, Turn Back Your Biological Clock is a story that helps walk you through steps you need to, indeed, turn back your biological clock. Um, So the new book is uh, New Hope for Sex After 60, although it's good for all ages. And I sure hope that you find it enjoyable when it does come out. You can always uh, email me at info at McCollumFamilyChiropractic.com if you have any comments or have anything that you would like me to talk about on the show. Um, I'm so happy to be here still. KSCO is alive and kicking. Uh, Dave Michaels is on the helm there. I appreciate him. Uh, had a nice meeting with MZ uh, the other day and uh, really great to see that he is flourishing and enjoying his uh, radio station. He's taken the reins back over himself. And I highly recommend that you take advantage of it. If you have something to say, people probably need to hear it. So life is short. It is what you make it. Don't wait for tomorrow to, for the day to begin. It begins today. There's a song in there somewhere. And um, the good times best of is coming up. If you'd be so kind and you have come to see me or don't know any other chiropractors and think I must be a good one, please vote for me. Best of good times. You have to vote for 25 different spots, I think. Um, I also, last year, we won best chiropractor. We came second, uh, second place for best local author. And uh, 
Haven't won anything for a radio talk show host yet, but I would love your support in those if you enjoy my show. And um, so this show will be played again um, Monday at 2 o'clock, 2 to 3. The stem cell machine, there's a, 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 this month a great special on it. Typically, it's a $49 special to come in to see if it works for you. Um, for that, we do an exam consultation about your condition, dig into where it came from. I will take an x-ray of that part that we're going to work on to make sure we can and also to be able to give you an idea of what it might take to make it better. Uh, this month has a special to any KSEO listeners. Um, all you have to do is mention this show and I will take I will um, include in that a complete set of spinal x-rays. So that's another $249 um, fee that will be waived. So for basically for $49, you can get a mapping session with a stem cell machine over an area that you're concerned about um, and a full set of digital x-rays as well as to be able to sit down with me and um, I will dig into your history and find out whether or not there's anything we can do to help you. Our office, uh, we have a new doctor there, Dr. Taylor Pascal has uh, joined us great guy. I went to school with his dad, second generation chiropractor, uh, very, very um, good at, at what he does. And uh, we have an awesome team. So I'd love to have you there. Um, again, please vote for me. Best good times, best chiropractor, author, radio talk show host. And um, there's anything that you need me to talk about, let me know. Info at McCollum Family Chiropractic. You can listen to these um, at my podcast, McCollum Wellness Radio. So Spotify and Apple, wherever podcasts are, McCollum Wellness Radio. There's over 100 of my shows on there. You can also go to Dr. Duncan McCollum YouTube and see them all um, in face-to-face because I do record them um, face-wise on, on Zoom. So you will be able to uh, watch this whole show with me speaking right at you. So we're about to um, close up the day. What's Love Got to Do With It by Tina Turner. Everything. They call it a secondhand emotion. It may be. But make it your life to love, to live love and happiness. And uh, we'll see you next week. this episode of McCollum Wellness Radio, please share it with a friend and tell them one helpful fact that you learned today. Remember, the best way to learn is to teach.